warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, or may and what mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand the world. Evolution. What? That's not real. The process will want me to read you a fake definition of evolution? Sure. Okay. The process by which different kinds of living organisms are thought to have developed and diversified from earlier forms during the history of the Earth. Second part of that definition would be the gradual development of something, especially from a simple to a more complex form. Neat. Mm-hmm. This is what I like to call. Setting fiction. the stage or oh. fiction or lies, <laughs> lies. We can go with lies. Yeah. Okay. Lies, fake news, nonsense, garbage talk. Yep. I'm going to start calling things I don't like just garbage talk. That's garbage talk. It's garbage talk. As opposed to trash talk, which is an actual thing people say. I want to say it's garbage. It's a different talk. thing, though. Right. Because trash talk's like, you suck. And garbage talk's yeah. like, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> what if you combine the two? You suck and you're a liar. Yeah. That's. That's. That's good That's talk. That's filth talk. That's filth talk. Yeah, now we're getting filthy. That's something else. <laughs> <laughs> Adaptation. Mm-hmm. A change of the process of change by which an organism or species becomes better suited to its environment. Evolve or perish. Or adapt or perish. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. On the same vein, mutation. The changing of the structure of a gene resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to a subsequent Two subsequent generations caused by the alteration of single base units in DNA or the deletion, insertion, or rearrangement of larger sections of genes or chromosomes. Okay. Now, this little definition that the internet told me included a cute little example. Mutation is ultimately the only way in which new variation enters the species. Okay. Yeah, mutations. Mm -hmm. Right. Many animals have been known... Now, in to this regard, many animals have been known to merge together to form special hybrid creatures. Sure. They exist in real life. Mm-hmm. For fun, we're just going to dive into just a couple, you know, seemingly genetically compatible animals. They have a lot of fun names because they all sound like Pokemon. Okay. But I'm going to just, you know, some are more common that we know about. I mean, obviously, you know what a liger is. Yep. That was the first one that popped into my mind. Yeah, that's a, But I guess it depends on the... Uh, I mean, you may have known this, but I perhaps need a reminder. That, like, it's a male tiger and a female lion. I knew it had to be a specific one or the other. Because then, if it's a male lion and a female tiger, you get a Tigon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, me neither. Pokemon name. Huh. That's a Tigon. Huh. Uh, Tigon, you know, same parents as a liger. Uh, Tigon is light tan with stripes and a white underbelly. It's got a large mane. Um, they really only exist in captivity. Yeah, because tigers and lions don't exist in the world not, together, not, really. No, they're not really from the same parts of things. 
um, Safari uh, Safaris Africana.com is the website I'm going to just to get some uh, some uh, examples oh, of of merge of what knowledge knowledge I thought you said lunch because I was thinking about tiger oh. and they like to eat lunch okay this sounds like something you shouldn't call somebody a jag lion a male <laughs> jaguar and a female lion it does sound like an insult yeah it's just, you jag lion like oh my god yeah. Now, Male uh, jaguar, female lion, you said? Uh-huh. And apparently there's only two of these ever known to exist. They have names, Jasahara and Tsunami. They're siblings. Oh, they're teammates. Because they came from the same zoo in Ontario, Canada. All right. Now, what would you call a... Now we're going to play a guessing game. What would you call a male lion? That's a lie. A male... I was doing some garbage talk. A male leopard and a female lion. What would you call Lepion. it? Lepion. Yeah, basically. That sounds like a Pokemon. Yeah, Leopon, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I mean, but if you look at it, it looks like a Pokemon. It's like leopard, but it's got this cool like mane and shit. Yeah, that's weird. It's, it does look cool. I mean, this is just like a bunch of cats having sex with each other. This is what we're talking about for now, but cool, that's okay. Cool cat stuff. Cool cat stuff, yeah. Wow, there's only a hundred in the world alive today. It's more than I thought there were. All right, what would you call uh, literally I thought there was none. <laughs> yeah. So that's that'll do. Um, what would you call a domestic cat and a uh, a serval, which is a medium-sized African wild cat? It doesn't. It's, spoilers. The name isn't that. Well, what would you call it? Like a a serval is the name of the African wild cat, and then it's like a domestic cat, like a kitty cat. Demerval. Yeah. Nope. Just savanna cat. Oh, I've actually heard of that. I didn't know that was a crossbreed, though. Yeah, because it's just like a bigger kind of kitty, you know. Yeah. What would you call a Bengal cat and a tabby cat? This name is going to make me laugh when I say it out loud. A uh, Bengal cat and a tabby cat. Bengabby? Toyger. Toyger? This is what it says. Okay. All right. But again, it's cats doing cat things. Um, what would you call? Oh, this, oh, I thought I was going to say ocelot. cat. Anyways, the point is, whatever this thing, it's a Bengal cat and an Osa cat. The point is, it's called a Cheeto. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Cheeto. I guess it's a Cheeto. Looks delicious. Looks cheesy. Yeah. What's his name? Chester. It better be. And then a polar bear and a brown bear. These names are wild, as I thought. There's actually a bunch of these. What Do you want to know all the names? This thing looks scary as hell. What would you call a polar bear and a brown bear? If they, you know, the, the pairing of these two. Uh, murder machine? That is true, but you can call him a growler bear. Okay. Or a polar grizz. Or a polizzle. Or a pizzly bear. Polizzle? <laughs> or a grizzlar. He sounds like he's from. A grizzlar space. sounds like a Pokemon. Yeah, grizzlar. Or a weird alien from old yeah. Star Trek or something. Correct. I was going to say it sounds like, you know, it sounds like a. If you throw like an apostrophe in there, it's like a Klingon name. Grizzlar. Mm-hmm. Or a Nanulakum. They're apex predators that should not be having sex with each other. Mm, the first one was confirmed in 2006. Because it was a strange-looking bear shot on the Banks Island in the Canadian Arctic. So this is that's an example of like seeing a weird thing that shouldn't exist. Like That's bizarre, and it turns out to be something that no one's really... So it was a cryptid for a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, what would you call a zebra that has sex? The pairing of a zebra and any other horse it decides to bang. 
Zonky. Zebroid. Zebroid. <laughs> it's also part robot. Uh-huh. Yeah, Coyote on a Wolf is a Koi Wolf. That's not as exciting. But this one is fucking insane. What would you call... Wait, a male false killer whale? What's a false killer whale? It's a phony? A poser. Yeah, but a poser. Can't well, even kickflip. No, it can't do a goddamn thing. He just, you know, he... I don't know. I was, gonna, <laughs> I was trying to pick up some clothing brands he could wear that makes him a poser. I don't know. I don't know. Where do you get his vans at? They're, not, they're fake vans. Yeah. There's, Walmart. Yeah, Walmart vans. I mean, that's fine, I guess. It's shoes. <laughs> Male false killer whale and a female bottlenose dolphin. What do you call this? A killer dolphin. Walpin. <laughs> Mine was cooler. It was. A narwhal and a beluga whale is an arluga? The point is, this is crazy. Okay, I'll read this last one because how could I refuse it? What would you call an American bison and a cow's child? It's like the setup to a joke. I don't. I don't know. It's a beefalo. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> that's what it says. I don't. I don't think this is a comedy article. But a beefalo. Oh God. Yeah. The first crosses of this was 250 years ago. I bet it's delicious. I mean, it looks like it's a big, hefty creature. Because obviously, yeah. I mean, I like bison and yeah. I like beef. Yeah. So how would you feel about it? What if you're like you saw on the menu? Like, can I have a cut of this beefalo? Yeah. I'm in. Can I have a beefalo burger? Uh-huh. All right. Well, that's a lot of creatures making with the intercourse, having childs, hybrids that you wouldn't expect, unnatural pairings, two creatures that really shouldn't go together just because we could doesn't mean we should. Just because they could mm-hmm. doesn't mean they should. All right, with all that kind of being said, having fun. How do you feel about alligators having sex with chimpanzees? Not great. Think about it. Really not. Think a don't lot. Don't want to think, think about that. Think about it long and hard. No. Yeah. They're not well, even the same. Uh, like, guess what? They're fucking. But they're warm blood and cold blood. Hey. Doesn't even make sense. Welcome to the Louisiana Bayou. Welcome to Honey Island Swamp. Let's, oh. you know, let's... I. Let's, let's describe the swamp a little bit before we talk about a thing, maybe, or for sure. I guess the whole point of this is to kind of talk about a thing. Honey Island Swamp is 70,000 acres and is said to be one of the most undisturbed stretches of nature in the entire United States. It is relatively unchanged from its ancient appearance. It gets its name from the plethora of honeybees that call the area their home. Bees are cool. Bees are cool. Inclusively, it's also home to black bears, feral pigs, cougars, and an abundant year-round bird population. They migrate in and out, you know, like birds do. Yep. But oh no. I mean, we're not just talking about those animals today. We've talked about a bunch of animals so far and what they've done. But you know what also, besides swamps and like nature, you know what else has lots of animals? Space. Space. And coming in at a close second, circuses. Oh, okay. What are they good for? Probably more than space animals. Depends. Space is like everything, not Earth, so there could be a lot of shit out there. It could be. But circuses, you know? Great, 
cool thing, cool, cool establishments, you know, known for cruel treatment of animals, living human people treated as sideshow attractions. Uh, that? Is uh, that what you're saying? What? We're for that? We're for that? Oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not signing off on circuses. <laughs> I ain't doing that. Okay. I mean, do you like circuses? Uh, no. Do you like animals being abused? No. I was going to say, what a bold thing to ask <laughs> yeah, you. Do you yeah. like when animals get hurt and suffer? Like, no. <laughs> no. I don't. Why would you ask me that? Now, they have little merit in our modern world, but what they do do is provide, I know, right? (laughs) Couldn't resist. Is provide a great, and again, I put my great in quotation marks. Yep. Because uh, they provide a great explanation for justifying why certain bizarre creatures exist where they absolutely should not. That makes sense. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times have we talked about, where's this thing at? How did this get here? Maybe a circus train derailed maybe there was a circus here a zoo escaped we've talked about circuses numerous times correct and usually involves either horrifying fire explosions or like creatures escaping and doing stuff or sideshows or the sideshows for sure i mean like i said all it takes is one unfortunate train derailment and lo and behold you have chimpanzees banging alligators that's not real hey man Think about it. I don't want to. <laughs> think about like a chimpanzee, and then think about it like on top of an alligator. Doing what? Riding it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not what I mean. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Now, you can imagine, and I hope you are visualizing, no. <laughs> the process and the offspring of such a tantalizing pairing. Does the alligator carry the babies in its mouth like it does? I mean, somebody's laying an egg. Yeah, what? It's a mammal and a reptile. One of them's laying an egg, man. I think the who lays the egg? I guess it depends. If a chimpanzee male has sex with a female alligator, and then if a male alligator has sex with a female chimpanzee... What the fuck? <laughs> anyways, we'll, we'll postpone naming it for a second. What would it look like? Eh, probably seven to seven and a half feet tall, covered in fur, Sasquatch-like because, I mean, of course, but what sets this creature apart from your vanilla flavor, sassy, that's what I'm calling Sasquatches right now, sassies, look at all these sassies over here, is its clawed feet and webbed toes. They are more reptilian in nature than you may expect, which is exciting, and it has yellow, often described as piercing eyes. And its fur could be, you know, grayish, and it could be up to around 400 pounds. But like webbed feet, about six inches long. No, that's a lie. 12 inches long, maybe six inches across-ish. But like three, like claws. like Okay, like Ninja Turtle feet? Kind of, but like sharper. So maybe like not, maybe like Toka from okay. Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he had like five, though. It was weird. Why did he have five? But they're, they're all turtles, and he has a beak, and they don't. It's beside the point. We don't need to. Well, he's a snapping turtle. Right, but they're like turtles. They have beaks. Well, they were box turtles. They don't have beaks, though? Box turtles have beaks. They have little, like, stub cute little noses. Yeah, I don't know. And they have, like, human fingernails on their... It's I Whatever. It's beside the point. The point is, again, chimpanzees were banging alligators. Or maybe alligators were banging chimpanzees. Is there a difference? I mean, I'm sure one of these two species might think so depending on who is getting um, intercoursed. Okay. That's how we're going to say that. 
Uh, yeah, so if a chimpanzee male bangs a female alligator, what would you call that? Uh, would that be... I think I talk about it later in here. Chimpagator? That's what I was thinking. Gator pansy? Which I don't like that. That's not nice. This <laughs> gator pansy over here. That's not a good Chimpagator. term. Chimpagator. Chimpagator. Uh, yeah, That's know. real scary. What is it? An alapansy? Oh, yeah? Anyways, now as I did my digging, because of course I've dove into a, uh, perhaps a creature found in the wild or allegedly found in the wild. The alligator chimp sex theory was really only found, which is, I like to call it that. The alligator chimp makes it sound like I'm writing a research paper on it. Yes, today on the alligator chimp sex theory. Oh, yeah, go on. Was really, well, you see, the alligator had sex with the chimpanzee, and it was, uh, they had a good time of it. And someone is laying an egg. The alligator <laughs> chimp sex theory was really only found on a, like, pelicanstateofmind.com and a best thing, LA. I mean, the LA stands for Louisiana, like, dot com. Um, but it was, you know, kind of just off, mentioned like offhand, but like no better opening than that, I feel, for this madness. Because mm-hmm. if I didn't mention alligator and primates getting it on, who would I be as a person? Again, have I mentioned that enough yet that the gators and chimps were making whoopee? Yep. But who would I be if I didn't talk about that? I mean, it wouldn't be me. That's right. It wouldn't. Gators gotta. Well, the gators don't gotta, but they did, I guess. Anyways. Well, whatever is roaming this swamp, if we accept something is, um, legends or explanations for what it is outside of alligators and chimpanzees having sex, um, there could be many. Some people say it's just a Bigfoot cousin, which, sure, fine, it's an easy out, okay. Mm -hmm. Was Bigfoot having sex with alligators? I mean, we can't rule that out, I guess. We certainly cannot. No, we cannot. We're in it now. In it to win it. But those webbed three-toed feet, again, are interesting. Um, some theories postulate it's just mutation, uh, my word, of the chimpanzees that escaped the circus disaster. Maybe they evolved to function better in the swamp. I mean, between you and me, I'm pretty sure that's not how evolution works, but whatever. Well, how fast? Of. I mean, yeah. I mean, but, not that fast. Yeah, but. maybe in like two million years we'd have these things, but yeah. maybe even longer, really. But what if chimpanzees weren't doing the horizontal mambo? I just want to type that with alligators. Um, what if something else was maybe having intercourse with an alligator? What if people were? Oh, no. What if, <laughs> what if the Honey Island Swamp Monster, which is, again, the delicious creature we're talking about, is not a chimp gator or alipanzi, which, again, I did write that down here. I'm glad I thought about it earlier as well because I still don't like it. But instead, what if it was an alaman or a humigator? A humigator. Humigator. Sounds like some sort of humidifier. Yeah, he makes the air smell real nice. Yeah. Also, speaking of smells, this thing, like most, like swamp apes, smells like ass. Mm hmm. Skunk apes. Yeah, basically. Stanky. Stanky. Stank apes. Well, within Louisiana folklore, they have a, a better term for such a beast, or another term. Um, they've also called this creature like a. Letiche, L-E-T-I-C-H-E. Letiche, Letiche. Um, again, speaking about this version of the creature, um, of the Letiche specifically, and again, as far as explanations for what this thing could be, 
Um, other descriptions of the beast involve it being, quote, the soul of an illegitimate unbaptized infant. Well, that's different. Or a human child raised by alligators. Imagine like the Jungle Book, but like Mowgli's raised by alligators. Very feral. 100%. He'd, have a, he'd be able to do a Boy, mean, what are you doing in the water there? He just grabs a guy and gator rolls him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. In this case, uh, spiritual energy, I'm choosing those words, but it's kind of been described this way, slowly transforms the child into an alligator man concoction. You know, like kind of morphs it, magical type like a, shit. What are those books called? Animorphs? Animorphs. Yeah, he's Animorphs. Now he's got superpowers. Oh, they have superpowers? Well, they turn into things. That's, like a, that's like a power. <laughs> oh, okay. They made Transformers based on them. Hmm. They were like Transformers branded back in the day. Young oh. Nick thought that was stupid because they weren't like robots. Yeah. He's okay if like an organic robot turns into an organic animal, but it can't be a person turning into a bird. That's dumb. Okay. Luckily, I matured and I think it's fine now. Mm-hmm. Going the record is I think animorphs are fine. Okay. These swamp dwellers obsess on turning over boats and even dragging their victims into the depths of their marshy homes. So those Latiches specifically are known for like fucking shit up. So again, I've kind of we've gone through a bunch of different options. What is the Honey Island Swamp Monster? Sightings of this beauty go back hundreds of years, but in regards to our modern fervor, we got to go back to 1963 with the story of Harlan Ford and Billy D. Mills, retired air traffic controllers who acclimated to wildlife photography. They were camping in the swamp, hanging out, chilling, doing their thing, when they saw something. Ford on what he spotted. Quote, it was nothing like I'd ever seen before. Ugly and sinister, looking like something out of a horror movie. From CountryRoadMagazine.com. Quote, it was prime hunting territory and in an isolated area that few people had traveled. After he retired, he spent a lot of time, again talking about Harlan, of time at the camp documenting wildlife and eventually the monster, the creature we call the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Um, those quotes are from Dana Holyfield, a Ford's granddaughter, and a fellow Swamp Monster advocate. I would like to go on record to say that I'm also a Swamp Monster advocate. Yeah, I'm going to jump on that with you and say yeah. I am also a Swamp Monster advocate. I'm a huge SMA. That's what it abbreviates to, so I guess that's true. But yeah, huge fan of Swamp Monsters. I will advocate on their behalf. Same. As a swamp monster advocate, Holyfield has spent a considerable amount of time searching for and writing books about what her grandfather claimed to see. I do this work because I believe my grandfather's story. It matters whether or not it's real because if it weren't real, a lot of people living around here would be crazy and have seen things that aren't there, which, if it doesn't exist, would be true. Mm-hmm. In 1974, the pair of friends returned to the area and saw a bunch of slaughtered boars. Their throats violently ripped apart. And the distance from the water was weird. Can you get your throat ripped apart non-violently? Um, just be like, boop. Like, kind of be like gentle. Like, I feel like the end result is still going to look violent. Yeah, even if it was like a pleasant experience for both people involved, which I would wager it was not. Yeah. It's going to look like it hurt a bunch. Right. And uh, this happened like further away from the water. Um, where they thought like an alligator shouldn't be doing this. Like it just seemed, it looked weird. Like the distance was too far away for this kill to happen here. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when they saw its tracks. 
They immediately bolted, but returned later that night with some friends to make casts of the footprints. Now, I didn't have a chance to watch this, but what really entered this story, uh, nationally speaking, is when Harlan Ford appeared in a 1970s show in search of, and it was like in search of blah, 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 in search of the... Yeah, I think that's a new series that they've revamped or something. Could be. It was this one. I mean, this one, I didn't get to watch it, and I'm hoping the video I had found, I mean, I put a link here so I'd have it, but I didn't get back to it. Um, It was hosted by Leonard Nimoy. Exciting. Oh no, that's what I'm. Familiar is that with. the same one? Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was thinking of. Okay, I guess he. Harlan, it's an old show. Yeah, it is. It's like again, 70s, but he was on that. So again, this kind of spread it nationwide, where no real mess happened, not really, but as press surrounding the encounter increased, so did the scrutiny toward Ford. Was Ford and his friends trying to scare people away from their hunting territory? I mean, if that was the case, that seems pretty counterintuitive because like that wouldn't kind of. How else do you hunt those people? Hmm. Hmm. Fake a monster to kill monsters. <laughs> wow. Hot take. Yeah. But these, you know, other people also doubted Ford's main evidence. He made a plaster cast of the footprint. So, like, this cast exists. Are there photos of it? Yes, you can look it up right now if you'd like. Just type in Swamp Island, Honey Island Swamp Monster, cast footprint or whatever, and it'll pop up. I mean, it's a big, weird-looking footprint, which is more evidence than most things ever get. Right. Whether it was just made up by some friends, whether they put feet, you know, shoot weird shoes on and walked around and then cast it, that's up for anyone to say except them. They know the truth. Um, but the cast is a creature, a uh, creature foot with three webbed toes. Yeah, I see it. Right? It's kind of weird. It's neat. It does look kind of weird. I mean, was that made up? I mean, Ford insisted it wasn't. It doesn't look as made up as I thought I was going to stumble into Right, here. it doesn't look totally cartoony, goofy. No, it looks weird. It looks like a it looks like an alligator foot, yeah. kind of. But the, uh, so Ford, again, insisted it wasn't made up, but the increased harassment of his character made him calm down on his hunt and, like, his public talks about it. But, little epilogue. After his death in 1980, his wife found a letter that was obviously created for publication, um, but never was. And I didn't dive, I didn't, this, I'm sorry I didn't have time to dig for this, um, but there was actual alleged 8mm video footage of the creature itself that was found in his attic. But he never released it while he was alive, so if you want to believe he was lying, he just gave up on it, or if it's true, you can believe that he just kind of Gave up and stopped dwelling on it. Um, a copy of Ford's plaster cast is on display at Pearl River Eco Tours. A Neil Benson owner, he has his own take and story about this creature. Quote, I don't care whether or not people believe in the Honey Island Swamp Monster. There are a lot of things in life that we believe in that we haven't seen. Like God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I just know I saw something that day. He goes on to tell his story. I was 16 years old, paddling away from my duck blind in a, I don't know how to pronounce this word. I was going to pronounce it pierogi, but he was not inside of a sandwich. <laughs> P-I-R-O-G-U-E, pierogi. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew that word. Vocabulary expands every day. I saw something tall, moving, unlike any creature I'd ever seen, move on two legs through the water, unimpeded. It wasn't a bear, and it wasn't like any man I've ever seen. Was what Neil saw 
in the swamp that day, the Honey Island Swamp Monster? We may never know. But 70,000 acres just open. I said acres, right? Not miles. Yeah, you said acres. Acres makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. But it's a big open it's still swamp. still a lot of land. Absolutely. And it's, again, untouched by like modern stuff. It's just old swamps. Anything. Or like if anything was going to be hiding, that would be a good spot for it to hide. And a bunch of the tours that go down there, the uh, you know the swamp tours, always they talk about the creature. Um, they also call it Wookie. They've named it. They've named him Wookie because people are very creative when it comes to giant ape-like monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, but what got my goat about the Honey Island Swamp Monster was this more reptilian nature. The feet, yeah, this kind of the eyes, yeah, more reptilian, yellow, piercing, you know, kind of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the uh, the entire story of the Honey Island Swamp Monster. He exists, maybe. He's running around out there, maybe. People claim to see him. They hear sounds. Maybe he's dragging people in. Maybe he again was the result of an alligator fucking a chimpanzee or a chimpanzee doing the thing with a. Uh, Alligator. Uh-huh. Um, maybe he was a mutation. Maybe he's a spirit. Maybe he was a Jungle Book situation where he was a kid who was raised by alligators and then became an alligator man monster. Could be. Who's to say? I'm going to list just a couple websites here. But, like, you know, the best things, LA.com we looked at, HoneyIslandSwamp.com. Uh www.nola.com uh, Curious Louisiana Is there really a Honey Island Swamp Monster? Louisiana's Bigfoot Curious Louisiana Answers I just read the whole thing because it was fun um, This uh, What's this here? Right over right over here Knocking things around Yeah, steamit.com article Talked about, you know, the Latiche That's where I get some of that information from But I mean, it's all kind of Again, kind of mixed together to create a kind of creature that I wasn't super, you know, familiar with. And again, we hear about a million Sasquatch stories. That one has the little things that, like, oh, that's a little different. Right. Yeah. It's the first I've heard of any sort of chimp banging an alligator. That's for sure. Me too. You'll never forget it. Now I won't. Nope. It'll be ingrained in my brain forever. Just what if? What if? And then you just picture it happening. You're like, well, what kind of sound would an alligator make? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, who's laying the egg? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, that is the uh, little taste of the Honey Island Swamp Monster, Louisiana. If you've seen this creature, or if, you've, if you're a swamp monster advocate, you can email us at weirdandfreepodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a review um, wherever you're able to do that. We appreciate all the support in any way it comes. On patreon.com slash weirdandfeared, you can support us on the Patreon. Got kind of bonus behind the veil talks where we talk after episodes, you know, are over. And um, if you're just, you know, scarred by thinking about an alligator having sex with a chimpanzee. Yeah, message Nick and tell him yeah, he like, ruined everything i know i <laughs> all i do is just just make it better just like salt bay that's what i'm doing Get instead of sprinkling salt I'm sprinkling primates <laughs> and Get reptilians 
doing the thing. Yeah, you're done. All right, guys. There it is. Yeah. Think about it. Nah, I'm good. All the scales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scale. How do you feel about scale grinding? Uh, on a scale? On a scale of 1 to 10, how do you feel about scale grinding? Real low. Like oh, 1. man. Well, I mean, all right, guys. Be safe. Watch out for alligator monsters. Mm-hmm. And stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Mm-hmm.